Welcome to another episode of Cherokee Tech Talk, real conversations about technology and teaching from Georgia's Cherokee County School District. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome again to Cherokee Tech Talk, the best podcast in the state of Georgia, just saying. And I'm so happy today to have second grade teacher Leanne Hartman here, and I want her to tell you a little bit more about herself. So go ahead, Leanne. Hey, everyone. Um, My name is Leanne. Um, I've been teaching second grade for four years at Mountain Road Elementary School, and I absolutely love to integrate technology into my classroom with my little babies as much as I possibly can. And, and I love. Thankfully, to Su- thanks to Susie, I've learned how to do that really well. Oh, you're sweet. I know a lot of it you would have probably picked up on your own, but we have had a really <laughs> good connection. And um, so I picked you because really Mountain Road is rocking it uh, in several grade levels with technology on things where, you know, I've kind of given y'all a taste of it, but you've run with it. So what I thought I'd love to hear from you today are just some tips and tricks, cool things you're doing with your second grade babies. So why don't you go ahead and share your first little idea you have with us? Okay, so when you're doing technology with the little ones, one of the hardest things that has happened, and I think it started last year, was actually getting the kids on the computers. So I'm sure everyone has seen this on Pinterest, but one of the best things that I've done is I took the paint chip cards that have three different colors on them, and I put their name, then I put their username, and then I put their password. And an issue that some of us made last year that we did not make again this year is to make sure that their username and their passwords are all lowercase because the little ones aren't sure how to uppercase any of their letters yet. Um, And that's it. So tell me a little bit more about that because I haven't seen the paint chip thing. So the paint chip just helps them keep up with it better or what's the, what do the colors help them with? Um, The colors, they're just like different hues of the same colors. And then when we go to the computer lab at the beginning of the year, it's an easy way to just hand them out to the kids. And then the kids automatically have their name, their username, and their password right in front of them. Um, and that way, they, there are still issues because they're still learning, but um, it really helps them memorize their usernames and passwords. And most of the time, if you're getting on the computers pretty regularly, by October or November, the kids don't even need the paint chips anymore, which is awesome. fantastic. Yeah, and I want to add a supplement to that because as far as colors, colors really help us all make connections. And so um, I definitely want you, if you can find the Pinterest link to that, if you'll share it with me, and then I'll add that to our show notes. I also wanted to add this that I totally stole from somebody. (laughs) I always, uh, when I talk about using Canvas with Littles or with Office 365 with Little Ones, primary grades especially, I talk about Christine Pinto's website. And one of the cool things she does, and she does it with Google Sheets, but we would do it with Excel, is we turn on conditional formatting in Excel and it will automatically know like, okay, letters A, S, D, F, whatever, all in the second row. So it would make those the same color. And then it would know that Z, X, C, and V, I'm looking at my keyboard here, are all the same color. So it would automatically set up like a little printable card that you can give to your kids. And so they would know if you put stickers on the three row, the three main rows of the keyboard, like where the letters are, it would mm-hmm. let them know exactly what row to go to to find the A or to find the S or whatever it is they're looking for. That is awesome because we do type to learn a lot in our class too because second grade we're trying to get them ready for milestones next year and we've got a lot of hunting and pecking going on still even though it's we're midway through March. Yeah. So I'm trying to get the kids to focus on putting their hands on the home row, putting their thumbs on the space bar, but they're still 
not quite getting it yet. And I see adults with the same thing, so I'm almost thinking conditional formatting might work for them too. <laughs> so I will share that with you, and I will also put a link to that in the show notes once I get the template finished. So Leanne, what else should we know about working with little ones in technology? Um, I'd say one of the biggest things is don't hold back. Um, I'm a younger teacher, and I work with older with veteran teachers, and they're absolutely fantastic, but they're sometimes scared to in integrate the technology into their everyday classroom. Um, and this year, Canvas has been awesome. There's still a lot that I'm not sure how to do on Canvas, but I've had so much fun with it. Um, the biggest thing for the little babies is to make, I made my Canvas page as easy to navigate as possible. Absolutely. Um, I have big, bold buttons on my page that say, you know, Raz Kids was a huge push this year. I've got a big bold button that says Raz Kids. I have iReady on there. Um, and the kids automatically, once they signed into Canvas the first few times, I say, all right, you guys, get on Raz Kids. They instantaneously go to Google Chrome, click the little Canvas button on our school's home webpage, and they're there. Yeah. And I've, I've been teaching kind of that approach for our primary grades. I'm thinking, you know, even kindergarten, I went and worked with a kindergarten class today, and I think the biggest thing is if we can start them off young, so let's say on the kindergarten end of things, if we can start them off with at least knowing that Canvas is their one-stop shop, and like you said, I love big, bold buttons. That should be our mascot or something, our slogan. <laughs> but um, just getting them in there is a great place to start if you're teaching like the lower end of the, the grade spectrum. And then by the time they get to second grade, they're so used to going there you know, that you can try some more advanced things because they now know how to log into the computer easily with our conditional formatting and our paint chip. Um, and, and then they're, you know, used to going to Canvas. So what's cool is all these kids that are using Canvas for the first time this year. It's kind of like we're all, we're all kindergartners, you know, we're all yeah. beginners and teachers too. But seeing teachers and students more willing to try things, I feel like next year is going to be incredible. Yes. And I mean, it's just like you said too, you know, they got comfortable going to the Canvas page and then I became more comfortable and started to branch out a little bit. Like um, first semester, we didn't do many discussion posts because the kids, they I, I felt like I was lucky just to get them on Canvas. Right. To where now we came back and, for example, the 101th day of school, it was 101 Dalmatians. Mm. So we watched 101 Dalmatians together as a class, and we were also working on um, fact and opinion um, in language arts that week. So I created a discussion post that said, give me facts about Dalmatians and give me opinions about Dalmatians. Love it. And the kids were able to then go on just right under. And I, of course, you know, you've got to show them step by step. Yeah. Um, once you're getting into the stuff that they don't know. But they were able to go on and they were able to give me one fact and one opinion based on what they thought yeah. and what they knew about Dalmatians. And it was such a quick and easy check for me as a teacher. Now, of course, when we do the discussions with the little ones, I don't count for punctuation or capitalization because they're still learning that typing. Right. But as long as I'm getting the gist of what they're saying, they're get they're which they're doing awesome at. Yeah. They're getting the grade. I'm definitely going to have to come visit your babies because I I would love to see them doing discussions. I know that's something I've shared even again as young as kindergarten. 
Um, it may not be fact and opinion. I think it was something like, what was your favorite food? Just to kind of get them used yeah. to it. It wasn't really academic. And like you said, you're doing academic, but with some scaffolding for spelling and punctuation because it's really hard for them to hold the shift key down while they push or whatever. So yeah. um, I would, I might grab the link to your discussion post, you know, and, and at least get your topic to put out there as a resource for people without, you know, of course, any of the student information. Love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I've already, I've been thinking about next year um, for a get to know me at the beginning of the school year. I oh, want to yeah. do a discussion post. You know, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? And then I could have that all year then as a teacher to look back on and see what my kids' interests are. Yeah, absolutely. And then I love how when you go into the speed grader, you can see if maybe you ask them, you know, this time they're just kind of posting their own, but then maybe later you have them respond to a friend. Yes. Um, you know, you can see all of that on one page in SpeedGrader, which I think is really cool from a teacher perspective as well. You can Very kinda, cool. Like you said, you have a reference point. What else would you share with us? Um, definitely the more pictures that you use on Canvas, the better. Um, I use announcements constantly in Canvas. I actually don't even send home a weekly newsletter like I had the previous three years. Um, I know. Gosh, I did not know why that was the bane of my existence was making that newsletter every Thursday. But um, with the announcements, the kids and the parents get the announcements. So, like, for instance, Friday is barter day for us, which is a huge deal in second grade. Well, the kids, every time they log on to Canvas, they see barter day and they see emojis and pictures and they get so excited for Aww. it. And then they remember it compared yeah. to last year where we would write barter day in our agendas and they kind of forget about it. Right. And then you come with no product because you guys are, obviously they bring a product or something that they're trying to barter with other people. Is yeah. that the basic concept? Yes. Well, they basically bring their their quote unquote treasures from home, like Happy Meal toys. Um, some of them bring baked goods, stuff that they're, that they don't want anymore. Yeah. But if they don't bring anything, they get really, really, really upset about it. I was going to say, I can imagine second graders would really be bothered by being the only kid left out. So Yes. Big time. Yeah, Big absolutely. Time. Okay, so we're talking about being visual. We're talking about kind of scaffolding for kids, not being afraid, not holding them back. What else would you like to say? Um, definitely, even though they're babies, utilize the calendar with them on Canvas as well. Mm. Um, it's one of the first things that pops up right when they come in. And at first, at the beginning of the year, it made them kind of um, apprehensive because they would see things like noun quiz pop up. And they would say, oh, oh, my gosh, we're taking a quiz. But then after I explained to them, that's just the name of it. I just took it. I took it out of commons, you know. Um, this is just a check for me. Then they're able to go home and see what's coming up and prepare for it if, they, if need be. Like, for instance, we took um, our unit um, four post-test the other day. Well, one of the big things that we were pushing all throughout Unit 4 that we noticed on the pretest was that the kids could not do Venn diagrams. They could not make their own Venn diagram. So I had kids and, and parents see on the calendar that our Unit 4 post-test was coming up. So the kids went home and practiced Venn diagrams on their own. Love that. Was, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And it's also great for all the PTA um, events that come up that, yeah. you know, the kids... They're seven and eight. They have a hard time writing in those agendas sometimes, and sometimes mm -hmm. it's not the neatest. So if they're able to see nice, neat, and clean on Canvas compared to <laughs> what they write in their agenda, yeah, it's really nice for the parents. 
And I feel like the more that you're putting in Canvas or the more you're putting on, you know, the calendar specifically, you're giving parents a reason to go there. Yeah. So, you know, as I train at different schools, interact with different teachers, I'm always making them aware. Listen, if your parents aren't getting logged in, it's because you're not giving them a reason to get logged in. Now, yeah. I know we might have a couple, you know, parents along the way that just are not connected for whatever reason. But with, you know, the more that we can give them a reason to go there, oh, I find out good information here. I can help my kid make a Venn diagram. I can help them be a better learner. I feel like almost every parent will want to take advantage of that, you know, if we can put some things in there that would be valuable for them to see. Nobody's going to come look at a blank calendar and a blank course. <laughs> Big time. And that's why I think I'm so excited for canvas for next year yeah because it's not going to be new and the parents are going to understand oh okay this is where i go to find out information yeah this is where i go to email my child's teacher and it really is as much of an online class for the parents as it is for the kids it's fantastic absolutely i, I agree now i should have at the beginning said how many things are you going to share with us so you tell me when you get to the last one <laughs> okay all right i'm actually close to the last one i was just gonna Go over um, how I want to hear everything you have to say. I just didn't want to keep saying and another one, and you're like, okay, oh, no. Susie, that no, was no, it. No. You're good. You're good. Um, but no, the other two big um, pieces of technology that we utilize in my classroom are Kahoot and Chatterpix. Oh yeah. Um, the kids absolutely love, love, love Kahoot, yeah. and it really doesn't even matter what the subject is. If I say Kahoot, they are all, yeah. <laughs> the second I say it yeah so I could say all right it's a kahoot about verbs and they don't like verbs but it's a kahoot so they don't care <laughs> <laughs> so they get so excited and same thing with chatter picks I try to utilize the iPads in my classroom as much as possible sometimes it's hard with a school this small because our resources are small as well yeah but um in our last RCD unit, we had to write um, fairy tales. Well, instead of having the kids get up and read the fairy tales, we decided to do a chatter picks instead. And not only did I think that the kids making their writing their fairy tales and then recording their fairy tales had more fun with it, but I think the kids listening to the fairy tales had more fun with it as well. Oh, awesome! So yeah, it was giving nice that too. authentic audience. Yeah. Yes, very much, and it was nice too because then. You know, we were able to do two or three at a time compared to, you know, having kids getting up nervous and presenting to the whole class. And right. It was it was a nice way to break it up. So did they kind of rotate to different stations and watch them or how did that work? Uh, we actually just watched them together as a class. Okay. But it just went faster because I love, too, that Chatterpix has a time limit. <laughs> yes. Very much so. So you have to get it down. Them, some of them love to talk and they love to hear themselves talk. Yes. So it can be hard sometimes. But no, you, I mean, Chatterpix, they had so much fun with it. I wish, it, it makes me upset because I haven't used it that much so far mm. this year. I wish I had used started in the beginning of the year and utilized it more than I have. And I love with Chatterpix too, it's one of the apps where because it exports a video to your camera roll, um, you can then use Flipgrid. I don't know if you've tried Flipgrid with your kiddos yet. I know we've tried it like in some teacher training. But, yes, um, I have it with my kids yet. Okay. Well, just for anybody, anyone who's listening, we did a whole episode on Flipgrid with Morgan Green, but uh, it gives everyone kind of like Hollywood Squares, which I know was on when I was a kid, and gives everybody <laughs> a little square, and you see the person's face, and they can either record directly into Flipgrid, or in this case, they could take their chatter pics, and that will also upload to Flipgrid. And then if you did want to do a station, instead of them being played for the whole class, you're like, okay, we got to move on, then mm -hmm. um, the kids can all watch each other's, and it actually integrates directly into Canvas. So the kids could go to Canvas, 
upload their video to Flipgrid, and then here's all these fairy tales that all the kids can watch of each other. So that might be a cool thing uh, to look at awesome. as well. Yeah, to add another layer to it when, you know, like you said, next year. Yeah, <laughs> Not this definitely. year, but next year. Definitely. It's definitely been a learning year this year with all of, all, I mean, we had a lot put on us this year between RCD and Canvas. Right. And I really feel like next year is going to be an incredible year for all of us educators because we are definitely going to be able to even dig deeper into Canvas than we have before. Absolutely. And you'll, you'll have a foundation on both of those big, heavy-hitting kind of topics, too. Yes, for sure. So anything else you wanted to share with us? I think that's about it. Okay, well, I want you to just, if you could tell us, is there a kid in your class you can think of that really technology has started to engage that student, like they're kind of coming alive because of that? Yes, I actually um, have quite a few students who have been like that. Um, yeah. You know, they'll sit at their desks when I hand out a worksheet or an assessment, and they kind of just stare off into space to where if I create a test or a quiz or a coot or something like that on their computer it's almost like it's a game for them and they truly enjoy it and I've actually noticed that my grades on specific things that have been hard like um, plurals are always hard for the kids they never get the apostrophe s you know it's Jack's chair that always confuses them on what to do right this year I've noticed that my grades and plurals have actually improved from my three previous years not using it Wow. On not using, not implementing it with technology. Yeah. And so, no. yeah, anytime we can engage students, you know, a lot of times their, achie their achievement is going to go up as well, which I think is so cool. Yes. And I also think it's fantastic for them for their future. I mean, we're not going away from technology in any way, shape, or form. And I'm, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in 25 or 30 years, handwriting is a lost art. I mean, we're already getting rid of curse of a lot of places. Teaching them how to type is a life skill now. It's not just, oh, that's nice that you have that on your resume. Um, and actually getting them in there and getting them that first-hand experience, I think, is an invaluable lesson for them to have. Absolutely. And, and I appreciate that you're not afraid to say, with even second graders, I'm preparing them for their future. I think that's awesome. Well, oh, Leanne, yeah. it is such a pleasure to have you in my zone. It's such a pleasure to watch the great things that are happening at Mountain Road. Like I said, in several grade levels, I can think of examples, people that I've got to pull into the podcast. So you tell them it wasn't too hard. <laughs> I definitely will. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit nervous, but it was nice. <laughs> well, good. Well, thank you so much for being on here, and we will be in touch soon. Awesome. Thank you. Did you enjoy the show? Well, there's more where that came from. We have over 20 episodes now posted on your favorite podcast app. And here's where you can help us to reach even a wider audience. If you love the show, especially a specific episode, will you please go leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app? We really appreciate it.